This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Next pitch on the way is a fly ball deep to left center field. It's going to be off the top of the wall. Coming around to score from second base is going to be Amber Tobin, and the Bears now lead two to nothing on what's a long RBI single from Shaylen Govan. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. First pitch on the way, hot swings, ground ball to second base, Castorito is up with it, Fires on to first to get hot, but coming home to score is Caroline Rowett. And the Bears now lead three to nothing. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Swing and a miss for strike three, and that'll do it for the Bears as they win this one. Five to nothing, career win 1,000 for Bears head coach Glenn Moore, and it's hugs all around from associate head coach Brittany Newman, assistant coach Steve Hoot Jonigan. The Bears win over UTA five to nothing. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Baylor softball from last week. The historic 1,000th win in the coaching career of Glenn Moore. Uh, Jared Brown with the call. Baylor softball back in action today. In fact, a busy week today hosting UT San Antonio. Tomorrow on the road at Texas State. Then hosting Kansas, a three-game weekend series here at Getterman Stadium. And we welcome you in. We are live from Getterman Stadium this afternoon. Bit of an early start, uh, earlier than normal. 5 p.m. first pitch. Make note of that. Make sure if you're coming to the, the game, you realize that it is a 5 p.m. start this afternoon for Baylor and UTSA. Thought we'd come over uh, early and get set up and ready to go and uh, looking forward to the game coming up tonight. Baylor and UT San Antonio. Bears are going through some uh, pregame batting practice today. Uh, it's an interesting day on the Baylor campus. This is Dia de Loso. And those of you that have been uh, to Baylor or been around for a while, you know what I'm talking about. Dia de Loso, of course, the day of the Bear. It's a day off classes. and uh, But some other, <clears throat> excuse me, some other normal activities go on as normal, even on, even on Dia DeLoso. Uh, some slight changes, like football had a practice earlier today. And <coughs> normally they would practice late afternoon, but being Dia DeLoso, they had the practice this morning. Started about 11, finished about 1, and then the guys have a uh, little time off this afternoon. Uh, softball uh, with the 5 o'clock game today and Dia DeLoso mixed in there. 
they brought the team here for batting practice at 10.15 this morning. So uh, got them up, got them going, had a little uh, uh, just to kind of, you know, shake things loose in the morning uh, and some BP. So they had that this morning. Now back for the pregame BP and the game at 5 coming up. We'll visit with Hoot Johnigan coming up in just a bit. Baylor assistant coach, our regular weekly check on Baylor softball. Today happens to come live from Gatterman Stadium. We'll also uh, check in and hear from Dennis Johnson, the defensive line coach for Baylor football. Uh, it was defensive line day for the Bears today as uh, they uh, made available Gabe Hall and T.J. Franklin uh, in the defensive line and uh, the coach for that position, Dennis Johnson. So I'll let you listen to his thoughts on the position. Uh, those two guys, uh, returnees, but then a lot of new faces as well, some guys to replace in that defensive line. We saw yesterday at the Pro Day, Apuika and uh, Jackson Player. So uh, we'll hear from Dennis Johnson about his position, the defensive line for the Bears coming up in just a bit. So live from Getterman Stadium, beautiful out here today, a beautiful day, uh, sunshine right now, and let me check. Aaron, uh, that breeze is still out of the north and has been most of the day. <laughs> yeah. So in, in the sun, it is great. Uh, if you're out of the sunshine, that, that wind has a little bit of a, I'm not going to say a bite to it, but it's a little cool. Uh, right now, 67 degrees and windy, the wind out of the north. So at Ketterman Stadium, that means it blows toward the outfield, blows balls out. But a really nice day with a lot of sunshine and the early 5 o'clock start should be, uh, should be really, really nice here today. Baylor baseball is also in action. They're playing Abilene Christian tonight, 6.30 first pitch at uh, Baylor Ballpark right behind us here at Gatterman Stadium. They will be on the air at 6.15, first pitch at 6.30. It's right here on ESPN Central Texas. This softball game will be broadcast on 101.3 FM and television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. So that's the uh, that's the location where we come to you from today, and glad to be here. And a beautiful day for it, uh, Aaron. It's already been uh, a really nice day already. Got the uh, Baylor football practice. Got to watch some of that. See, be a part of the interviews after practice, and now here to softball. So. It's, uh, you know, Diodeloso, it doesn't mean a day off for you and I, but it, it kind of, it just feels a little different, I guess, with the schedules a little different today. Yeah, and you were right about that north wind. It's a beautiful day, but when it's really howling, which it is, it's a little chilly. Right. For shorts, which I didn't realize. Yeah. I thought it was, I, I thought when I looked at the forecast a couple of days ago, it's going to be. Pretty close to 80 all week, but we do have a couple of uh, cooler days starting with today. So. That's true. Yeah, and the wind makes makes a difference. 67, <laughs> not that cool, but uh, the wind really knocks that down. So uh, be prepared for that. If you're coming out here to Gatterman Stadium, uh, maybe uh, pack a light jacket or something, and uh, it would serve you well. Uh, Aaron, I don't think we talked about this yesterday, but the uh, Final Four is now set. Final Fours, plural, are now set, uh, men's and women's, and both Final Fours in the state of Texas. The men in Houston this week. The women will be in Dallas. So uh, a lot of attention on the state of Texas with the Final Fours coming up this week. Yeah, too bad, you know, both the Big 12 team, well, too bad, that the Big 12 didn't get a team into the Final Four, did get two into the Elite Eight. Unfortunately, Kansas State lost to a, a very game FAU squad who, who just continues to prove everyone wrong and 
and just keeps winning when everybody's like, ah, they're going to lose. They're going to lose this game. I think the only game that they were favored in was against uh, Fairleigh Dickinson, yeah. obviously, who was a 16th seed. Right. They just keep on rolling. Wasn't too upset about Texas losing, but uh, I was I was hoping Kansas State would at least win one more. Yeah. I was pulling for the Big 12 schools. Been such a great year, you know, for the league, and uh, would have been nice to see one or more into the Final Four. But, gosh, it's so tough, especially this year. I mean, what what's an upset? What What is an upset in this NCAA tournament? <laughs> it's hard to say because, you know, games have been so unpredictable. Yeah, and people were saying that the Fairleigh Dickinson win was maybe the biggest upset right. in NCAA tournament history. Right, which right. I don't know that I could disagree with that, but you're right. I mean, with the, the transfer portal, parity is really, really getting here. And, and you're seeing it with this year's Final Four. Yeah. So um, um, FAU is there, and a lot of people are saying, you know, are they really a Cinderella? Are they legitimately a Cinderella? Um, they are ninth seed, uh, but during the regular season, if you look, they, they won 31 games during the regular season. And I think the general consensus is, yes, they could be considered a Cinderella because they'd never won an NCAA tournament game before this year, not one. And here this year, they've uh, they've won four so far to get to the Final Four. Um, saw an interesting uh, article earlier today, kind of ranking the Cinderellas, you know, through the years from one to twenty-five, um, and, and brought back some pretty good memories, you know, of some of those teams. Um, and FAU was on there as number, I want to say number eleven on the list all time. Um, but uh, man, what a what a season, what a postseason they are having. And, you know, it's hard to predict. Uh, it seems like most people uh, that I've seen are predicting UConn to come away with the trophy on Monday night. But, gosh, the way the tournament's been, I don't know how you pick. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm going to have to agree with everybody picking UConn. They, yeah. they not, not the makeup of the team, but just the way that they're playing right now reminds me of Baylor two years ago. I don't think there's anybody in the tournament they can beat them and that's exactly what i thought when baylor won so we'll see uh, and when you were talking about fau they were well i was going to say they were probably underseated but they were yeah. they were just underseated they were 13th in net ratings for the regular yeah, season yeah, they were a 30 win team and a top 25 team and ended up a 9 seed so that's hmm. that's how you get some of the upsets now there were a lot of great upsets but I think Florida Atlantic has been pretty underrated the whole year, especially right before the tournament and, and for seeding purposes. Yeah, that's true. And uh, that's that's a pretty good exercise sometimes to go back and see which teams were under-seeded, which teams may have been over-seeded. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Creighton uh, at a six. You know, they may may have been underseated a little bit. They were really good and advanced all beat Baylor and advanced all the way to the Elite Eight. But uh, plenty of fodder for conversation there and should be fun at the uh, at the Final Four. Do you think this, Aaron, the uh, teams that a lot of people would be would consider upstarts, you know, kind of surprises to be in the Final Four, will that help the uh, ratings, like TV ratings for the games this weekend? Or would it be better if you had, you know, some of the traditional powers, some of the blue bloods in there? Uh, do you think that might draw more eyes to the TV broadcasts? I'm actually 
waiting to find that out if that yeah. makes sense because I, ju- I just see all these people posting about oh well there's no blue blood so the ratings will be down well do we have any i haven't seen one tweet that had any historical data to back that up yeah. it may be true but i haven't seen it and i don't think that it's generally true you may get like if you had duke in kansas maybe higher rated than say a uh, a final with connecticut and and Florida Atlantic, but right, I don't right. think there'd be a huge disparity. People want to see the nas- Final Four in the national championship game. Yeah. And uh, remember this one, uh, uh, significant in that it's the final uh, NCAA tournament, and this will be the final Final Four for Jim Nance on CBS. He's going to keep doing golf, going to keep doing CBS uh, NFL games, but the uh, final tournament in his hometown for Jim Nance, uh, or where he went to college at the University of Houston. Yeah, and that was – that was a storyline, too. Would he be able to call Houston in a Final H, Four in his yeah. last year? I was hoping that would happen, but obviously yeah. it didn't. That would have been great. You know, a lot of people say, and, and probably rightly so, uh, people don't tune in to games because of the announcers. But I think with this one, you know, for Jim Nance in his final Final Four, I think some people will for that reason. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll see the games begin uh, semifinals on Saturday, championship game on Monday from Houston for the men. For the women, uh, Friday for the semifinals, Sunday for the championship in Dallas at the American Airlines Center. One other note, um, Equestrian got good news today. They have earned a berth in the Nationals, the NCEA National Championships. Baylor will be the number eight seed for the championships coming up in uh, Ocala, Florida, April 13th through the 15th at the World Equestrian Center. These were the championships that Waco hosted for many, many years. Now it's moved to the World Equestrian Center in Ocala, and Baylor will be there, so congratulations to Coach Casey Maxwell and Baylor Equestrian. Baylor, the number eight seed in the tournament. Uh, The seeds uh, fall out like this. SMU, number one. Auburn, two. Oklahoma State, three. TCU, four. Texas A&M, five. Georgia, six. South Carolina, seven. And Baylor, number eight for the NCEA National Championships coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, April 13th through the 15th in Ocala, Florida. All right, let's take a break. Uh, We'll be back with more in a moment live from Getterman Stadium in Waco. Baylor softball in action at 5 o'clock today. Baseball in action tonight, 6.30, hosting Abilene Christian. We'll take a break, and when we come back, check in with Hoot Jonigan, Baylor softball assistant coach. We'll have that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by... Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Also brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Also, as the weather is warming up, get ready for some top-down fun in a new 2023 Jeep Wrangler or Gladiator from Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on Game Time, win number 1,000 for the head coach, Glenn Moore. We welcome Coach Moore into the program. It's all about leadership. If you're lucky enough to have a couple of really good leaders and then those that are willing to get on board and help pull in that same direction, you can do great things. When Matt got to Baylor, he gave us a plaque to put in our office that said, it's amazing what you can do when no one cares who gets the credit. And I think it's a, it's a very unselfish team. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Hey guys, it's Tom of the ESPN Central Texas, and it's time for some grown-up conversation. Some of you take performance enhancers for the gym, for more energy, to grow your hair. So why not the bedroom? It's all about confidence. Confidence knowing that you're ready. Good news, help us here with chewables from BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew tablets can help men gain extra confidence when it's time. The process is simple. No doctor's appointments, no awkward conversations, and it's shipped right to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew is an online prescription service with licensed medical providers that will work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. And here's a special offer for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code 1660 at checkout and pay just $5 for shipping. That's promo code 1660. BlueChew.com. There are times when you need a good doctor, and there are times when you need a good lawyer. But sometimes what you need more than anything else is a really good mechanic. Hi, I'm Jesse. Let's take a look. Any make, any model, Jesse Britt Automotive is your one-stop shop for automotive service. Air conditioning, transmission, brakes, tune-ups and tires. Ask about Jesse Britt's famous $49.99 wheel alignment special. Just $49.99 for any wheel up to 22 inches. Good to go. Everything we do, we do for you. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Get your wings now at Fazoli's. Visit Fazoli's today for irresistible, crispy, craveable wings. Start with traditional or boneless wings tossed in your choice of signature sauces. Savory, sweet, or spicy. Served with your choice of creamy blue cheese or ranch for dipping. Indulge in an order of crispy, saucy wings or add them to your favorite Fazoli's dish today. Dine-in, drive through or delivery only at Fazoli's, where everything's better with wings. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary by location. Frizzoli's and Loco are federally registered trademarks of Frizzoli System Management, LLC. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead is locally owned and operated. With the best taste in old-fashioned burgers on a toasted bun, your taste buds will not go unsatisfied. Don't forget about their delicious chili dog or their tater tots with melted cheese. Christie's has that hometown feeling and friendly service that warms your hearts and not just your tummies. Open Monday through Saturday at 1045 a.m. Call in your order for pickup or dine in. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead. Stop by and get your burger today. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Oh, oh, 
time for our weekly check on Baylor softball. Here's softball assistant coach Hoot Johnigan with the voice of the Bears. Back with us as we continue from Getterman Stadium this afternoon. Baylor softball in action. 5 o'clock first pitch against UT San Antonio. Coming off the weekend Big 12 series in Stillwater. Welcome in Baylor assistant coach Hoot Jonigan. And uh, where do we start? You want to start with Oklahoma State? You want to skim, skim past that uh, and talk about tonight? Oh, we got – well – we can't avoid it. It's there, but it is it is history. <laughs> that is for sure. That's true. But uh, but no, we can talk about it. There's there's a lot of good things we can learn from and build build on from that, uh, from a confidence perspective. Very frustrating in the sense that uh, we didn't get a W uh, or two, but uh, but definitely we were right there with them. And and if a couple of things would have gone our way, then uh, we could have come out with a W. Sure. And that's the number two team in the nation in Oklahoma State. How about Friday night? Golly, 11 innings. Uh, that would have been great to win that series opener. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed watching the girls compete and fight. Man, they, they were into it. Uh, it. It's really hard. I mean, it's a shame either team had there had to be a loser. It's one of those type of games. And But our girls did. We had everything stacked against us, including a couple runs taken off the board and this and that. But they continued to fight. You know, and Riley Crandall kept us in the game, but in all those extra inning games, had opportunities against probably one of the top pitchers in the country and Maxwell, and uh, it just didn't happen for us. But uh, really was proud of the way they fought uh, and, and competed both offensively, defensively in the game. And, and, you know, if they'll continue to bring that effort, then we're going to be fine. You mentioned a couple of runs taken off the board, bit of a controversial play in that game. Uh, explain how you saw that from your perspective. Well, it was uh, there was runs at first and second, and Shea was up, and she hit a ball down the left field line for a double. So obviously the runner, what happened is the runner at second was Casey, and she was obstructed by the third baseman before she got to the back. You know, that means she was standing in the baseline, so she ran into her, and, and uh, the play went on, and we, we scored both runs, but then they said she missed third base. Well, now the play is, well, she was obstructed. That's why she missed third base. But the rule states clearly you still must touch the bases in order even after obstruction. So, you know, and after a lot of deliberation and stuff, now that we look at it, the rule's written wrong. And it will probably be changed because another play happened in another game this past weekend for the same type of deal. The offending team, the team that committed the crime, if you will, actually gets the better result. And that's not right. That's not the way it's supposed to be because her obstruction and after they looked at it, yeah, her obstruction did cause her to miss the bag. Uh, and, you know, obviously she missed the bag. They appealed the play, so neither run neither run counted, and we're out of the inning. And we're up 5-4 to four instead of 7-4 to four in the fifth and still hitting. So, unfortunate thing, you know, I guess we'll have to be the uh, example of why they changed the rule. But I w- I'd be very surprised if they don't change that rule or change the wording of it anyway. Yeah, unfortunately a little bit uh, too little too late. Um, but against Oklahoma State, take them to 11 innings. I mean, what a game on Friday. Yeah, it really was. You know, we thought they were going to throw Maxwell, who was their ace, one of the best pitchers in the country, averaging two strikeouts a game, an inning, and uh, they throw throw a right-hander at us. So our girls competed. We got 10 hits off of her until we got into that uh, middle of the game, and then they brought her in, and she kind of cruised in there uh, and, and showed us why she is one of the best pitchers in the country. But, again, it's the first time you see her for some of these girls. It's really difficult because she has 
several different pitches. She goes up, down, in and out, and she can do it at any time. And so uh, she really did a good job of holding us. Had a couple of opportunities, didn't really uh, just, you know, one hit away, timely hit. But again, Riley kept us in the game as well uh, and, and kind of pitched maybe, I don't know, 120, 30. She went to her limit as well yeah. and just mainly ran out of gas, I think. But she gave us everything she got. So I think we can honestly say after that game, we left everything on the field. We did everything we could. It just didn't fall for us. Tough series uh, for sure. Am I right? I remember last year, didn't you open conference with Oklahoma and Oklahoma State back-to-back, which was tough. I mean, that's kind of the toughest draw possible. This year you open with Oklahoma State, and now you have Kansas this weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's two years in a row we've opened up with the top team. Uh, but that's our conference. you got to play them sometime. And, and, you know, we didn't back down. I mean, I think last year we probably got run-ruled in most of those games too. So uh, so we were we were in the game. We had a chance to win it. The Saturday game was a 2 to nothing game uh, until the late innings, and they mm-hmm. scored, broke away and scored three. Uh, and the same thing on Sunday. We faced Maxwell, uh, and they put up a four spot in the bottom of the first. But for the rest of the game, we played a 1-1 game with them. And we only struck out one time against Maxwell, who – who we challenged the girls. They came up, uh, changed their approach a little bit. They competed, put the ball in play. We got three hits off of her. Uh, again, we're not into just getting hits and those kind of things. But, you know, you got to gotta walk before you run. I think the way we competed in the box, we had opportunities, and we knocked her out of the game uh, in the fourth or fifth inning. So had to go back to the Saturday starter. So we competed. We definitely got their attention. Again, it's not what we wanted. Uh, we wanted to come out of there with a victory and hopefully try to win a series. But, uh, but again, uh, it really liked the way the kids competed and battled. And if we'll continue to bring that every single night, we'll like where we're going to wind up. Pitching-wise, uh, Dari Orm is pitching great, and you're without Aaliyah Benford. But you mentioned Riley Crandall really stepped up, and you, you really need her to, don't you? Yeah, we really did. And in Casey stepped up on Sunday, too. Uh, in that game after Riley didn't have it in the first inning and Casey came in and we played a one-to-one game with him for the rest of the game and so uh, so yeah she did a good job so we're going to really need both of those Uh, I think uh, Ava Canole our other pitcher she's coming back Uh, hopefully she'll be back and able to help us out as well but yeah we really need uh, Riley and and Casey to come through for us right there and they did this weekend kept us in the ball game that's all you can ask keep us in the ball game give us a chance Uh, it just didn't happen for us all right, how about this week? Uh, busy week for you tonight against UTSA. Go down to Texas State tomorrow and then go to uh, Lawrence to play KU this weekend. Yeah, who does that schedule? Yeah, who did that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, UTSA comes in here tonight. It's always good to get back out. There's the thing I like about softball. You don't have to wait a week like you do in football and, and, and have that sour taste in your mouth. So we get a chance to get back out there and get things going in the right direction. Then we go down tomorrow and play a tough Texas State team who's beat some top ten teams this year already. Uh, so they'll have our attention for sure. And then Kansas comes in here for a second week in a conference, and they're, they're always tough, and we'll have our hands full with them as well. So uh, we're trying to concentrate on us, get ourselves healthy, get ourselves well, and go out and put the best product on the field, and then, you know what, take our chances. All right, thanks for subtly correcting me there. Very nice of you. It's baseball that goes to Lawrence. Uh, Kansas softball is coming here. So you get uh, folks have a lot of opportunities to see your team this week. Absolutely. And it's kind of interesting that I don't know if the, if the uh, Big 12 did that, <laughs> yeah. but both us and baseball were at Stillwater this right. weekend. Texas Tech baseball and softball were at Texas this past weekend. Uh-huh. You know, we're playing Kansas, both of us again. Right. One's there, one's here. Yeah. I don't know if that's just the way it happened or whatever, but it is kind of weird. So, yeah, we, we luckily get to stay here. 
we don't get to go up there to the land of Dorothy and Wizard of Oz. So uh, we'll get to stay here and play at Getterman, and we're looking forward to that. Very good. All right, final thought. Uh, it's warming up. Is it warm enough for you yet, or you still have long sleeves and jacket on tonight? Oh, I'll, I'll have long sleeve and jacket on. It's, it's out of the north. Uh, if we're playing in the day in the sunshine, we're okay. But, uh, no, I'll have long sleeves. I, I'm too thin of blood, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> it but was I cold in Stillwater, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and luckily they had heaters, and I stood right underneath one. <laughs> and thus I had to go – until I had to go coach third base for uh, – and it was definitely chillier out there. But you know what? We layered up. Uh, it was chilly, but uh, but the girls battling competed through that as well. And and I think I think we're working our way towards the uh, the warmer days, which yeah. I'm looking forward to. Very nice. I know you are. Yeah. Uh, how's the grandbaby? Give us a grandbaby update. Oh, she's doing good. I think mom and dad are learning uh, what you know that sleep is overrated. You know you gotta <laughs> take care of the kid. <laughs> so, but Brooks is doing good. I uh, don't get to see him as much as I'd like, but they're busy. And I'm busy, and I see pictures all the time, and, and he's just a godsend. It's, it's, it's really great, and I love being a grandfather. That's great. Greatest thing in the world. All right, have a good game tonight. Appreciate the visit. All right, thanks, j Glad you're out here. This is good. Yeah. Out at Getterman. Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hoot Johnigan, very uh, hospitable here at Getterman Stadium. We are live at Getterman Stadium, and a reminder again, the game is at 5 o'clock tonight. Um, there, I don't know if it was 6 originally and maybe changed. I don't know, but there appears to be some confusion about the game time. But it is 5 o'clock tonight. Come on out. A uh, lot of sunshine here this afternoon. Uh, the wind is a factor, so be prepared for that. But it is Baylor and UTSA softball here here at Gatterman Stadium. It is Baylor and Abilene Christian Baseball at Baylor Ballpark. That is a 6.30 start. That'll be here on ESPN Central Texas. Softball on 101.3 FM and television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. All right, let's take a break. Uh, more when we come back live from Gatterman Stadium. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Join us this Thursday for our next Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us this Thursday beginning at 6 live from Rudy's and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. That's this Thursday from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's in Waco and here on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free 
in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Just as teams are celebrating on the courts, your mountaintop experience begins during the Jeep Celebration event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $5,500 on second and third row options, or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $5,000 in total values. And if we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the new custom Jeep of your dreams. It's the Jeep Celebration event at Allen Samuels in Waco. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. It's a fact. No matter what kind of car you own, what make or model, eventually it's going to need to come in for repair or service. And if you don't know a lot about cars, then you need to know Jesse Bridge. Hi, I'm Jesse. Let's take a look. He'll tell you the truth about what's wrong with your car and what it's going to take to fix it. And get you back on the road again. Ask about Jesse Britt's famous $49.99 wheel alignment special. Just $49.99 for any wheel up to 22 inches. You're good to go. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor Baseball back at Baylor Ballpark tonight hosting Abilene Christian 631st pitch and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number 20 Baylor Softball also in action tonight at home at Getterman. The Bears host UTSA 5 o'clock first pitch and you can hear that game on 101.3 FM. NCAA Women's Final Four in Dallas is set for Friday with the semifinals. LSU will face Virginia Tech at 6 and Iowa State and South Carolina tip at 8. Men's Final Four tips off Saturday in Houston. Lamar Jackson announcing that he requested a trade from the team just as Coach John Harbaugh sat down to speak to reporters at the NFL's annual league meetings. Mavericks got the win last night over the Pacers 127-104. Mavs still sit just outside the play-in games. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris broadcasting live on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show, broadcasting live. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Live this afternoon from Gatterman Stadium, Baylor softball in action against UT San Antonio coming up at 5 o'clock today. UTSA going through some batting practice right now. Beautiful day out here. Come on out. Uh, you could catch 
A little bit of softball, a little bit of baseball, both in action at home today. Softball at 5, baseball versus Abilene Christian at 6.30 tonight. All right, mentioned earlier, uh, Baylor football's already completed their practice for today. Practiced early, thanks to Dia Deloso. 11 o'clock on the field this morning, finished uh, a little bit after 1 o'clock today. And then the uh, it was defensive line day for media after the practice. We visited with T.J. Franklin. We visited with Gabe Hall, a couple of returning defensive linemen for the Bears, and then had a chance to hear from and visit with Dennis Johnson, and here he is, the defensive line coach for Baylor football. So, uh, but real quick, um, so my hometown of Amherst City was hit with an E43 tornado this Friday, uh, past Friday night. And so I'm asking for the Baylor family, the Waco community, to send special prayers out to those people in, um, in that particular area. They're taking up donations at the old garment building in Amory, supplies or anything. Um, so just continue to pray for these guys, my, my family and all those guys during this time. Your family still there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So spring ball, you get to really focus on the technique. You're not really too much worried about an opponent. And so you get extra time. We have the walkthrough days in between practice days. And you really get to see those guys grow probably the fastest within like a week or so, you know, from knowing like absolutely nothing about the way that you teach it. Um, to seeing them grow. And so the young guys and the new guys within the position are really like thriving as it relates to starting to learn technique. Now they're still a long ways away, you know, more plays and all the other stuff, but just the technique like coming out of my hips, using our hands, they've made some strides. Okay. Coach, Jim talked about the energy of this group and that's what gives them confidence. Is that something that you've noticed as well? Yeah, so Coach Runner does a really good job in their team meetings talking about playing with the energy and edge. Uh, Powell is the most energetic person you'll ever be around. Um, and so there's an emphasis put on that. You know, you don't want to just play technique for the sake of playing technique. You want to play it with energy. And we think that's where our edge is. And so you can see it screaming some days. And then the days where it's not, you know, we have to hold each other accountable and make it get to the level where it's supposed to be for us to be good up front. How's that, Jarrell? Uh, so JB's doing well, you know, coming from a junior college into this setting, you know, playing at this level is different. There's an adjustment. Um, no, off season, he had to work to really get in shape, you know, coming um, from where he was. Uh, the, the team around him, you know, really pushes him, and you could kind of see him starting to come alive now. He's not so much into his shell as he used to be. Um, he's starting, you know, to get settled in, and you kind of see his personality come out in his place. So, so it's really good to see. Still a long ways to go, but um, we're definitely making strides towards him. He's, uh, he's doing good. Jackie was someone who had a lot of success last year at linebacker. Mm-hmm. What was the conversation like? When it came to moving the D-line. Uh, Jackie always wanted to play inside. When we recruited him to bring him here, um, that's where he was going to be originally. Uh, we were really deep interior-wise before, and so he could play with the Jack because that's where you know his reps would be. Uh, so he's been fired up. He didn't he didn't blink an eye, and I'm really proud of him because he's it's almost like a fish in water. It's almost natural for him in those in that defensive um, in that F position, the field position. Same thing that TJ plays, uh, the four eye playing the react attack. You know, going to a five technique. Which is a lot like the Jack. So he, he's he's thriving. Really proud of Jackie. How can we expect this defense to be different from Coach Roberts to now Coach Powell? Yeah. Um, so. I- with, with Powell, he, he's a bit more probably aggressive with us getting up the field a little bit more than what we were before. We did a lot of two-gap and stuff across the front, you know, to stop the run. We still have that stuff. Um, but really owning and setting edges, strong edges, you know, if I'm a three-tech, I'm a five-tech, you really get big in your gap, really owning your space. And um, I think that's the biggest thing right now um, that he's um, brought. 
I'm so proud of Coop right now. So Coop, he plays in and knows for us at the moment. Um, he's he's really probably more natural at the nose position. He's really strong. And you, you see him in the weight room when he power cleans. He, he can get, you know, 330 off the ground, get under it, and taking that strength that he has and applying it to the nose position, where his hips, hands, knock back in the center and taking on blocks. Um, so I feel like that spot is, is better for him right now. Now he's still, like I said, he's still playing both and we're still filling out as we go through spring. Um, but he's doing a really good job at taking on the new technique, you know. It's not easy to play nose, you know, but he is doing a heck of a job. But you obviously lost a lot of experience. We saw some of them. Yeah, but, but Gabe and TJ, having those guys back with the experience they have, how much does that help this group? It helps a lot. And the thing with, with, with those two is, you know, when we got here in 2020, they were, you know, not starters. You know, they've been through the whole process, you know, from the back end, working their way through depth to now being guys. And so their journey, able to mentor the young guys in the room now that's on that similar journey that they've been on. Because uh, it can be hard when you walk in a room and you got a guy who's like, you know, really talented, like some of the guys in the front, and you're in the back and you're watching the film and your play's not like that right now. But you have to understand you have to go through it all. They had to go through it all to get to the point and continuously improving, you know. And so just having them there for, for that part when they're not in the building, you know, when guys might be down, you know, to lift them up, hey, it's okay. You're going to show up tomorrow and you're going to get better. Um, that changes everything, you know. And I think that's the, the benefit of really having them in the room. Kevin Oppel and Jackson have gone. What do you see from this group that gives you confidence? You guys can still have plenty of success. Yeah, kind of like what you just asked me with having, you know, Gabe and TJ in the room. You know, people who've been there, you know, kind of done it before and have to take it to the next level now. Um, so that leadership gives me confidence that the young guys that's coming up, the new faces, you know, the Jackies, the JBs, that they're going to catch up to that, to that same speed. You know what I mean? And so that part of the leadership gives me the confidence that we'll be okay. Are there any other guys that we, that we haven't talked about in my place on? You know, um, Devontae um, Tazino, uh, he's going to have to step up um, coming up here. Um, you know, Trey Wilson, he's an early enrollee freshman uh, playing that F position. You know, still learning a lot. Like, it's all very new to him. But, um, you know, pushing him and getting him better and more technically sound, uh, he could show up too, you know. So I think those two guys, um, for sure, it was ways of pushing him to, to possibly see the field outside the names that we've already talked about. When you're preaching to guys about buying in and things like that, how helpful is it to point to Apu and Jackson and say, you know, we, we're getting these guys to the next level? Oh, uh, you're talking like in like recruiting and stuff like that or just both, in our room? Yeah, both recruiting or just the guys that are freshmen coming in. Yeah, so, I mean, they've all seen it, you, you know what I mean? You, you got teach tape of guys doing it, and then they're like, oh, that's what it looks like. Yeah, you know, that's that's the technique we're talking, and they've done it in practice, and they've done it on Saturdays. Uh, so just to see that this is what it takes, like the images of it, um, it helps a lot, you know, because everybody knows those names because they're really good players, and, you know, that's why they had their pro day the way that they had it uh, yesterday, which is huge. And so uh, it gives confidence it's the same room you know the same type of drills they've had to do that they're doing now and hopefully get them to in that position one day are you playing guys at different spots right now just kind of get them more versatile. Again, like that's spring. And so you have the opportunity to put guys in different positions. I mean, as the season goes, you know, you know, things happen. You have to move people around. And so you can use these bank reps now to have them if case they need to move a position, you know. And so it's, it's cool to see, like, Coop was a great example. Like, he's his first time ever, like, playing some nose sports, you know. And he's going through it like he's done it 100 times before, you know. And so that's another uh, weapon that we have on the defense.
obviously the season's a long ways away, but are you expecting maybe more four-man fronts or three-man, maybe, maybe a little bit of You know, as, as we continue to go through spring, we'll find out what we're really good at. You know, uh, Powell is doing a, a fantastic job of mixing it all up every day. You know, whether it's a blitz period or a team period, the different fronts, the three-down, the four-down fronts, and we're going to find out what we're good at. And I think, again, this is what you do in the spring when they give you these 15 practices to get that done. That is Dennis Johnson, Baylor's defensive line coach, meeting with the media after this morning's uh, Baylor football practice. Practice in the morning because Dee Deloso on the Baylor campus kind of opened up the schedule a little bit. Practice continues uh, for the Bears. They'll be back on the field on Thursday afternoon. Then their first scrimmage of the spring comes up on Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, uh, need to remind you, not open to the public, but the spring game is scheduled for April 22nd. That is absolutely open. Open to the public and free and at McLean Stadium and part of a big weekend, a green and gold weekend on the Baylor campus uh, around the spring game, April 22nd. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton from the Allen Samuel Studios. And we're coming to you live from Getterman Stadium this afternoon. Take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in from Westwood One Radio. Ted Emmer, Ted, good morning. That's where the tournament has gone. Yeah, 15th seed can not just make it to the second weekend, but even go all the way to the Elite Eight. And again, it's a 15 next to the name. Who cares? Even a 16. Now that we've seen it twice, beating a one, it's not like there is full-fledged parity, but it's certainly a lot more wide open than it used to be. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A-style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for your money in a cup of joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bare spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor Baseball back at Baylor Ballpark tonight hosting Abilene Christian, 631st pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number 20 Baylor Softball also in action tonight at home at Gutterman. The Bears host UTSA, 5 o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on 101.3 FM. NCAA Women's Final Four in Dallas is set for Friday with the semifinals. LSU will face Virginia Tech at 6, and Iowa State and South Carolina tip at 8. Men's Final Four tips off Saturday in Houston. Lamar Jackson announcing that he requested a trade from the team just as Coach John Harbaugh sat down to speak to reporters at the NFL's annual league meetings. Mavericks got the win last night over the Pacers 127-104. Mavs still sit just outside the play-in games. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. But here's Jonathan With the Joseph. pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Houston Texans select Jalen Petrie, DB from Baylor. So a Baylor kid stayed to Texas. We're going to see some Baylor guys go tonight. Might see another safety go as well. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. What was this day like for you and then when you get that call? It's a real experience. You know, I live 10 minutes down the street from NRG Stadium. And, you know, when I got the call, I was, you know, really grateful that, you know, Coach Levy Smith and, you know, the executive staff believed in me. So I'm ready to, you know, get to work and, and you know, and make the team better. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. He is the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Good memory there. Jalen Petrie being drafted by the uh, Texans and the NFL draft for this year is about a month away now, about uh, about one month from right now. Baylor's Pro Day held yesterday, and 
We were uh, talking at practice this morning about uh, next year to be different as the Big 12 will hold a combined pro day. All the schools combining to uh, have one pro day for all of their senior student athletes and maybe even some junior eligible student athletes. So it's going to be different. I think still a lot of questions to be answered about that, but scheduled uh, for next year, next spring, about this time at the Star in Frisco. All right, uh, back to wrap things up. Uh, final segment coming to you live from Gatterman Stadium. A reminder that the uh, game here, Baylor UTSA, is a 5 o'clock first pitch today. 5 o'clock first pitch, the game on 101.3 FM. Baylor baseball at Baylor Ballpark, 6.30 first pitch against Abilene Christian. That will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Matt Mosley Show follows uh, us coming up in about nine minutes from right now. And, Aaron, what do you guys have planned between four and six? Oh, nothing. Just talking with uh, Kansas State head coach Jerome Tang after their (laughs) Elite Eight run. We will have Coach Tang on in the 5 o'clock hour to talk about the amazing season that he had in his first year at Kansas State. Uh, Really looking forward to that. Just keeping up with it, watching the games and and seeing all the audio of him talking to his players and things like that. It's just, it was so great. So uh, we will have Coach Tang on today. We will also uh, talk about Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy speaking today to the media. They had some Pretty interesting things to say, plus uh, lots of stuff from, for uh, Campus Confidential, including a Baylor signee playing in the McDonald's All-American game tonight. Mm, yeah. All right, very cool. So all that coming up between 4 and 6. Keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. And then uh, either stick around or come back for game time tomorrow morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Your first word in local sports on game time with Tom, Ward, and Ryan each and every weekday morning at 7 a.m. Mention some birthdays before we move out of here. It's Dan Golden's birthday. Dan was with us in Baylor Athletics on the creative side. And uh, happy birthday to Dan. Uh, Willie Everett's birthday, former Baylor offensive lineman. Happy birthday to him. Christina Johnson uh, is uh, was with us in Baylor Athletics as well. On the student-athlete uh, academic side, happy birthday to her. Uh, Bill Dietz, a lot of you know Bill here in the area. Happy birthday to Bill Dietz. Kirby Freeman, former Baylor quarterback happy birthday to him kelly kunka know a lot of you know kelly here in the area his birthday today as well so happy birthday to all those folks aaron who would you add to the birthday list today got a few today former cowboy quarterback and cowboy head coach jason garrett turns 57 nba hall of famer rick berry turns 79 and he is a still involved in basketball by the way did you know john that rick berry is the silhouette for the nba logo uh incorrect did they change it west oh that's right you're right (laughs) it was jerry west were you trying to trick me or no i was just incorrect (laughs) i was like for some reason i had it in my head that it was rick berry yeah i know it's harmon killebrew for major league baseball but yeah no it's you're you're right it's uh jerry west jerry west but rick berry is 79 and most famous for how he shot his free throws which probably is a disservice to his career but you Mm -hmm. know he he shot him quote unquote granny style right i remember we had him on the uh on the show 
back in the day with Tom and Butch, and I asked him why Shaq didn't do that. It could, you know, it would help his team, it would exactly. help his career, and he said exactly. it's just, he said it, or why anyone else, because he shot over 90%. He said, actually, I think he shot about 95% or something ridiculous, and he said it's just ego. He said no one wants to kind of look silly doing that. I don't, I don't know, that wasn't his exact quote, looking silly, but basically that's what he was saying was, you know, nobody wants to shoot it like that because because of their ego, even though it would help them and help their team. So, anyway, happy birthday to Rick Barry. Lady Gaga, 37 years old today. Country legend Reba McIntyre is 68. And Vince Vaughn, star of many, many movies that I love, including Old School and Wedding Crashers, is 53. Very cool. All right, that's a good list. Aaron, appreciate it. I will see you in the studio tomorrow, and uh, thanks for making things work for us. Reminder again, we are brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, that great new location, Loop 340 and Highway 6, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed. So much so much room to uh, serve you better, more room than they've ever had before, and it's a great new location. Check it out, Pioneer Steel and Pipe and on the web at pioneerboys.com. All right, we're going to sign off, hand things off to Matt Mosley. Coming up next, we've got Baylor softball on the air on 101.3 FM at 445, first pitch at 5. Baylor baseball on the air here on ESPN Central Texas at 615, first pitch at 630 tonight. We'll talk all about it tomorrow. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. It's all about planning, and when you live on the farm and you have to get out and feed cows and this stuff, you learn to layer up.